Hey everyone, welcome back to Curtain Call. You thought the show was over and we are back for episode, what is it, three I think? Yes, episode um, three. official episode. So um, we're going to go ahead and get started. This episode we're going to be talking about if Bachelor stars were on Broadway. So kind of a best of both worlds things. Um, two of our biggest passions in life, to be honest. Really? <laughs> um, before we get into that, let's do our um, highlights, lowlights, and spotlights. This is a new segment where we're going to talk about the best part of our week, the worst part of our week, and then something musical theater related that we are obsessed with this week. So Jenna, why don't you go ahead and get started with that for us? All right. So my highlight this week, I'm wrapping up my summer internship, getting to present everything I did. It's been good. I'm enjoying it. Um, my low light this week is a little bit shameful. Uh, somehow, two nights ago, I found myself at 10 o'clock at night deciding I wanted to watch A Walk to Remember on Netflix, which that in and of itself is shocking, honestly, and just sad. Um, and I've never cried through that movie because I always knew it was coming. And it was 1130 at night, and I'm in my room by myself sobbing at the end of that movie um, to Shane West feeling uh, the girl in it, Mandy Moore's character, forget her name, um, feeling her in the wind. So that was that was a low point for me this week. Um, and then my spotlight. <laughs> I love that. That is one of my favorite Nicholas Sparks movies. So I it's appreciate so good. that you felt it for all that it was. It's so good too. Like I don't, I don't feel ashamed of liking it, but <laughs> the crying Absolutely by not. myself watching it was <laughs> a little sad. Feel what you uh, feel, baby. I gotta feel what I feel. All right. Um, and then my musical theater obsession. So recently discovered that there is a Pride and Prejudice musical on Prime. That's like recorded. Good news. And good news. I know. I haven't watched it because I'm kind of terrified to watch it. I mean, I love Pride and Prejudice. So I have high hopes, but we shall see. Anyway, I'll update next week if I get the yeah, courage totally to watch it. Right now. <laughs> All right. Cameron, what are your highlights, lowlights, and spotlights? So my highlight this week is that I have moved back to school. Um, well, not to school to school because all my classes are virtual this semester, but moved back to Charlotte. So I'm at least local to my school. I'm in an apartment for the first time, which is really exciting. I've been having lots of fun decorating that. Um, my low light is that though with my move, I am currently jobless. So I've just been job hunting, which honestly, I love job hunting because I'm like, what should I do next? <laughs> like, um, almost applied to be a trivia host tonight because I love going to trivia. Um, I'm just not sure I have the personality for that. So <laughs> I, I think you have the personality for it. Uh, and I feel like that's the most Cameron thing you've said to me in a while is I actually <laughs> love job hunting. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I go on my indeed.com sponsored, but if you want to sponsor me, indeed, come on over. Um, I just put in my mile radius, my part-time requirement, and I just I, I make like eight different versions of my resume. It's so exciting. So <laughs> I've been having a good time. So not really a low light, but a low light a little bit when you I guess for most time. people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my spotlight this week is that I've kind of become re-obsessed with Come From Away. I okay. feel like this season, it was on Broadway. I did not give it the love it deserved because it was amongst other big names um, but I listened to the cast recording again for the first time in quite a while on my way to Charlotte, and I was just like, 
wow, we did not appreciate it for all that it was, you know? So honestly, I don't remember the last time I have, but it was a while ago. I don't remember the last time I listened to that album all the way through. So yeah. my drive next week back to school, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll do that. You've inspired me. Cast recordings are the best for long drives because it's like a story and music. You can sing along. You can listen to a story. It's I have had, and I'm not trying to brag here, but I have definitely had Broadway-worthy performances in my car on the way back. Exactly. I belt. And it's off-key. I know it's off-key, but I feel it. I feel myself. So I completely agree. It's like Broadway right now is in such a state of transition in terms of like pushing the boundaries. I think it's time for some off-key performers. Like catch me catch me in my Broadway debut we all knew it would happen oh my gosh Mary and the librarian I'll be there oh my gosh all right (laughs) all right so let's get in let's get into what we promised the people the one we've all been waiting for you didn't know you needed this in your life but trust me you do (laughs) it is time to choose what the what bachelor stars would be on broadway so we've got a a decent sized list of more recent bachelor nation stars and and uh, i think we've assigned some potential characters and we'll we'll debate it but cameron do you want to do you want to get us started i'll get us started with the man himself chris harrison so the man i think honestly I think when he retires from Bachelor, I do think Broadway is in the cards for him. I've never heard him sing, but I just feel like it's something that he can do. My first thought with Chris Harrison was I immediately thought of Brian Darcy James. I think it's the bone structure. Yes! Um, and so I thought about Shrek, and then I said, I think we need a more serious role for his first one. So like, we're going to head over to Dear Evan Hansen and get him to play Larry Murphy. Thoughts on that? I'm... I actually love that. Um, he is the dad of Bachelor Nation, and Larry right. Murphy is the dad of Broadway right now, so I don't think a more perfect call could have been made there. <laughs> okay, wait, this isn't even in my notes, but Wells as Evan. Just imagine <gasps> that to break in a glove. <laughs> Maybe not worthy of a Tony, but worthy of something. <laughs> Honestly, for that scene alone, just Wells Adams as Evan Hansen. Stop right now. And then, uh, who's he, or he's going to get you Sarah Highland. Sarah Highland as Zoe. Look, we can, we can just cast the whole show with Bachelor Nation. Just Dear Evan Hansen, Bachelor Edition. I'd go. I'd Same. go. I'd love it. He's so here for it. <laughs> All right, who is next on our list? Um, how about we go to Miss Hannah Brown? Oh, we love her. Oh my gosh, incredible. So I'm going to be honest. I thought Hannah Brown, I thought Southern accent, and that took me to Oklahoma. So I'm not going to pretend like this was some um, insane revelation. But then I thought of Ado Annie. Mm-hmm. And, and while, while the getting there was not profound... Once I thought about it, it's incredibly accurate. I mean, this is the lady who, you know, told us about her adventures in a windmill. And Ado Annie would do that. And I can't think, and, and we can debate if she's worthy of this, but I cannot think of a higher compliment than 
giving her a role that Ali Stroker has played. I was literally just thinking that because I'm thinking like Hannah B and like the revival of Oklahoma where it's very modernized she wouldn't even have to act like it was made for her. like that is who she is I, I mean it's a little perfect this is perfect like Hannah B are you talented can we can we get you on stage because whew, I think she's she'd a, be so good I mean she's a pageant girl and so there's no doubt in my mind that we could at least teach her to sing okay. You know what I mean? I like, so. she she maybe wouldn't be Ali Stroker. No one But is. she could do it. She could get through it, especially in the modern one where they're changing the way that they sing the songs a lot of the time. Exactly. So they, could, they could take it down. Wow. Down. Also, this isn't anywhere as perfect as what you just said, but I do think she'd make a good Sandy in Grease, too. And we could Grease even revamp too? the lyrics. Not Grease, too, but, like, Grease uh, also. Like, Cameron, <laughs> Get that, get that musical out of your mouth. My favorite. <laughs> Stop. <than> <laughs> um, but yes, I think Sandy, and we could even do like a little revamp in the lyrics, like, look at me, I'm Hannah B. I think. I've never I been so in love great. with you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be great, so. See, actually, that's perfect, if only to watch her go from, I mean, the Sandy arc could be likened to the arc of not being able to make a toast and it being her birthday to Jesus still loves me. I mean, it's I, basically the same. Yeah. Honestly, both roles. Okay. Wow. wow. Hannah B, <laughs> who knew her next career is going to be on Broadway? She goes from who Dancing knew? with the Stars to Broadway. <laughs> yeah, we know she can dance, so. Wait, that's true. She's art. She's ready. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. So next up, you know her, you love her. It's Demi. Oh, um, what a queen. I I think Heather Chandler from Heathers. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't have a, I don't have an argument. I don't have anything to back this up. It's just a gut feeling. No, I think that's fair. Like, you, you just said that, and I was like, okay. And I can't tell you why. But that that feels accurate for Demi, right? Where it's just like, and I feel like that's who Heather Chandler is. It's that person that you're just like, that's who you are. You can't really put it into words. Exactly. It's hard to explain, but everyone kind of gets it. And you you just picture her singing Candy Store, and you just know it's right. You just know. I mean, if I could watch her doing that, like when she comes out on the date in Hannah B's season, you know, like yeah, just she would just sing that to all the guys, like. You're in Demi's world now, you know? <laughs> oh, Love. incredible. Yeah, that's spot on. I'm here for it. <laughs> All right. Next we have Mr. Tyler Cameron. A man we all love. A man we all love. So we're, here we have him as Mr. Corny Collins. If it's in, like, a glove, I... Hmm. it does fit him like a glove but also like not at all you know what I mean yeah <laughs> it's it's gonna be beautiful chaos is what it's gonna be this is like my reaction to this to Tyler as corny is the way I reacted when his intro package explained that he almost had a dance minor. You know what I mean? And then he's, like, trying to do the Kevin Bacon scene from Footloose, and wait a minute, he should also be in Footloose as Rin. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he is Rin, or The Bachelor tried to make him that. So I'm just gonna backpedal. 
I think, I think the thing that I'm most confused, confused about is like, like that was his intro package and that was a plot line that was not built upon. Like, <laughs> what I could have so much with it, but instead it was just like this, here's something you need to know about me that has absolutely zero <laughs> relevance to what you're about to watch all season. What, what I loved about that intro package is that Tyler has a lot going for him. He played college football, which is not something to spit on, at Wake Forest, too, which is a pretty big football school. And so, and he, like, almost made it into the NFL. And the thing that we talked about in his intro package, the only thing we knew about him was him just looking down with his eyes partially closed, talking about almost getting a dance minor and then mediocrely trying to be Kevin Bacon in a warehouse. Like it just, it didn't make any sense. And I didn't like him. Right. Like I didn't. And then you get to know him and you're like, he thought that that was awesome. Genuinely. He's not trying to prove anything. He's not trying to just, just, that's just who he is. And it makes me appreciate him so much. And I'm not naive enough to the show to know that that wasn't, like, the producers being, like, we're going to have a dimly lit, empty, what was it, like, a warehouse, a farm? I don't know. You're going to be shirtless, and you're going to be tangoing. Like, I'm not so naive as to know that that wasn't a producer move. What I like to think, what I like to think is that he was like, hey, guys, I know you want to go with the whole football player image, but I'm a dancer. Like... (laughs) He's like, like, this is something that people don't let me talk about enough. So, yeah, the pro football player. We've had that storyline on the Bachelor. You know what? You know what story we haven't had? The almost dance minor. (laughs) We have not. (laughs) Not even even a whole minor. (laughs) No. no. (laughs) Yes. So it's safe to say, Courtney Collins, right up his alley. Right up his alley. Right up his alley. I why hasn't he starred in every Broadway show yet? I think I could find a role for him in the mall. <laughs> I don't think it matters what the role is. I think people would buy a ticket. Yeah. I mean, he can do a lot with a little. That's what we learned from his performance on The Bachelor. And I mean performance when I say performance. So. <laughs> yes, you're exactly right. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, Jennifer, this next one, I want you to tell me what you think. All right. It might be a little bit tricky, but it's, it's our most recent bachelor. It's Peter Weber. Oh dear Lord. <laughs> I should preface this with saying, I don't dislike Peter as a person. Did I dislike his season? Yes. When I thought about who we would play on Broadway, did I think about characters that might annoy me and that I might dislike? Maybe. Potentially. But... With that being said, the first thing that actually came to mind was Marius, and here's why. We've got a hopeless romantic, and Marius, you know, lets the pursuit of love guide a lot of his decisions, and arguably, you could say sometimes, not the wisest decisions, we're blinded by love and by doing the right thing, and at deep down, he is a good guy. Um, a nice guy who we can respect, uh, but also maybe make some mistakes along the way. Cameron, who, who do you think? Well, okay, I'm not going to lie. When you first presented your choice, I was not sold. After that incredible analysis, 
I have to say I'm on board. I think that is very well said, very tactfully put. Thank you. Um, yeah. Catch my, catch my honors thesis. Um, you thought it was going to be on industrial engineering. It is now going to be on why Peter Weber should play Marius. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. <laughs> I, I do think that's a good choice. I have to say the first character that came to my mind, and perhaps a little bit too quickly, is the wizard from The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I'm obsessed with this. I Please think- explain. I don't know. I don't know that there is much to explain. I just think, first of all, on Hannah B's season, I was a big Peter fan. I was out there waving my Peter flag, ready for him to be bachelor. I remember. <laughs> I was a little bit let down once his season came around. No hate to the guy. I would love to meet him in person and just pick his brain for a little while, get to know him before I make any judgments. But there is something about about the essence of the wizard that I, I don't even know how to put it into words. I think it's the way he answers the door, perhaps. I think <laughs> I imagine that is how Peter would answer the door. Perhaps how he closed the door in the face of not one, not two, but three women on his season. <laughs> I, I just think it fits him. What can I say? So, I'm going to be honest. You said the wizard. And my mind just went to the Wizard of Oz and not Wicked. And I was like, okay, yeah, right. But when I think about the way that they portray the wizard in Wicked, yes. And I think this is kind of of uh, related to how Demi is Heather Chandler. And it's almost hard to put into words. I would agree with this um, analysis. And I kind of feel that way as well, where I'm like, I don't know if I can put it into words, but if you think you know Peter and you think you know the wizard, you're like, all right, these fit. And I, it would be a performance unlike anything we've seen, but something that I think <laughs> our world needs. And again, this is a very niche conversation we're having right now. You have to be a very particular kind of person to be following along. Um, but I think if you are following along, you know that this is a good fit. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it's true. It's a very niche conversation. Um, I will put forward one more candidate for Peter to play. Um, and this only has to do with the fact that Peter is a hopeless romantic. And that's the only, that's the main reason that it drew me to this, but Tony from West Side Story. And I think you can make I a lot of it. comparisons between Tony and Marius in the sense <laughs> that they kind of abandon their friends during war for a woman and they're a hopeless romantic and I mean I'm not saying Peter abandoned his friends during the middle of the war but you could say he abandoned some of the women on his season maybe in the face of his battle for love so anyway that's my last one do we want to I think it's great I love thank it. you thank you um do we want to move on to our next one uh, yes um speaking of Hannah B's boys let's <laughs> talk about another fan favorite Mike, we love the man. We respect the man. Yes. Okay. Here's my idea. The Mulligan Madison track in Hamilton. The main thing that led me to this idea is the um, scene where Mulligan is banging on the table as they all take turns rapping and freestyling over it in the introductions. I just think Mike could really bang on that table well. <laughs> I think he he is a diverse man with many layers. I think he would be able to 
successfully pulled off both the Mulligan and Madison parts, which are very um, opposed, you could say. So I think Mike is the guy that could do it. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Um, I didn't put a lot of thought into this one when I first saw it, but thinking about it now, and I don't mean this, I don't mean this in a negative way. This is not me saying it's a bad thing about Mike, but he's kind of the backup dude, right? You can see him just like lifting up his bros, right? And that's that's the Mulligan Madison. The loyal friends. Exactly, where he's just sitting there backing him up. He's like, you're going to go freestyle. I'm right here. I'm just going to be like, yeah, you're right, buddy. Throw in a couple, couple little uh, in- words of encouragement in the middle there. I see it. And something we all know about the Mulligan track now that we've seen it on Disney Plus is that he is the flower girl. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I think, I think that just fits Mike so well. So Mike's hundred percent flower girl material. Mike, if you're listening, go audition. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jennifer, what's next on our list? All right. Next we have Mr. Nick Vile who mm-hmm. I did not watch his season, but I listened to his podcast and he cracks me up. I think he's so funny. Um, so here's my pick. Christian from Moulin Rouge. Now, this is a very high compliment, in my humble opinion, because Mr. Aaron Tveit is currently playing him on Broadway, and I can't think of a higher compliment. Um, But I think Christian fits Mr. Vile because he's kind of a little bit alternative, a little bit artsy, right? And I feel like Nick's kind of that way, where he's a little bit more moody um, and kind of a little more mysterious, right? Because it took us a while to get to know Nick. And I feel like he could play the the hopeless romantic writer. I'm saying hopeless romantic so much. Um, the, the writer oh, who's just like so. about his craft, right? Just, you know, ready, ready for the art. And um, yeah, that's my pick. I, I don't have anything better to contribute to this, but I <laughs> full, fully support you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and I will, I will back for all of you listeners out there. I will back Jennifer up. This is a high, high compliment coming from her. I know how she feels about Moulin Rouge. I know how she feels about Aaron Tveit. It's true. Nick, you should be flattered. He should be. <laughs> when he listens to this. Not if, when. <laughs> when. Nick, you know, we're just fellow podcasters now. You got to support. You know, whatever. You, support you could say, else. you could say we're colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> you could say. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. This one is probably the one on the list I'm most excited about. It's I'm so excited. my guy. It's JPJ. The man, the um, myth, the legend. And I just want to say, everybody just sit down, get comfy, because you have quite a list of roles for him. <laughs> okay, here we go. My first one, Aaron Samuel, Mean Girls. I think Aaron Samuels is just, I don't even, like, once again, I'm left speechless. But if you don't think that JPJ would pull this role off perfectly, I don't think, I don't think you deserve to be listening to our podcast. (laughs) I'll be frank. (laughs) Well, I 100% agree. The moment you said this, I said yes. Uh, What comes to mind and I know this will be a point of contention in the sense that JPJ is a very intelligent man. And I'm not trying to say that he's not. Do not insult his intelligence. Do not insult his intelligence. But just imagining him doing the scene 
where he's explaining calculus to her and he's just doing it wrong makes me laugh and brings me such joy. I can just see him doing that so well and so true to character. And I look forward to it, honestly, for when he makes his Broadway debut. I look forward to it as well. And I think, yes. I also think that Mean Girls has been casting particularly relevant pop culture figures into their show. (laughs) So PC. (laughs) So I think that JPJ would really help them accomplish their mission there. Honestly, it makes it an attainable goal for him. I don't know if this is a crew. You know, actually, he's been trying to act, I think. So, yeah, I, I remember I listened to him on some podcast and he was talking about he got an agent. He was going to auditions. So this works out for him. I'm just saying it fits. Um, you know, JPJ is a man of many layers. He is truly an onion. And I think Aaron Samuels is a little bit of an onion. You know, he's a heartthrob <laughs> at first, but he doesn't like it when she turns plastic and he's deep. So. Exactly. <laughs> and I think like JPJ, you said it best. He has, he's has layers. He has and layers. Something we, we learned on paradise was, I never knew which way the pendulum was going to swing. I didn't know what JPJ I was getting that night. <laughs> and true. I think that will come into play when we hear the rest of our choices about JPJ, because we have quite a spectrum of roles for him. <laughs> what this discussion is going to highlight is the fact that this man has range. Um, yes, that, that is the buzzword, range. <laughs> so shall we get into the next one? Hit me. Okay. Barry Man from Beautiful, the Carol King musical. Now, at first, I would not have come to this conclusion, right? Um, Just listening to the soundtrack of the musical, I would not have come to this conclusion. But I saw this musical on Broadway, not to brag. I'm going to brag. I saw it on Broadway. Um, (laughs) And Barry Mann is hilarious. So, so funny. Just goofy without being ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, he's goofy in a, I'm still a mature adult who's capable of things other than being goofy you know but he's so funny and I can't it was long enough ago that you know I don't have um a ton of examples but I just remember anytime he delivered a line I was cracking up and a lot of it was the delivery and so I can see JPJ being able to do a lot with a little you know really emphasizing that delivery of the comedy rather than um rather than just, you know, having the source material. And with that, I'm going to interrupt myself and also mention that this man should play Ogie on Waitress, in Waitress on Broadway. I do think those two characters would fit him so well. <laughs> um, if you tuned in last week, shameless plug, if you haven't, go listen. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just really am sliding into my role here as a podcaster. But I think those two roles, you know, we, you know we love Ogie and you know we love JPJ. I also think back to the Barry Man. I think this would bring out the JPJ that we saw when he was with Tasha. Like, yes. that was a new side to JPJ. That's kind of the, the take on Barry Man I'm seeing here, so. Yeah, a little I'm bit grounded, a little bit grounded mm-hmm. from, from that. Yeah, absolutely. Completely agree. Another role I want to throw out there into the mix, and this may come as a shock, but I'm going to say it, Elder Bryce. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I... I think there's so much she could do with this role. I think it'd be a really fresh take. Yeah, I'd love to see it. I I love this a lot. Um, I mean, 
who is JPJ if not the Andrew Rannells of Bachelor Nation? You said it best. <laughs> you, you, and I think, hmm, I just, I, I don't know who would have to be his Cunningham. That's what I was about I, to ask. Because <laughs> I, I wanted to have something to contribute, but I, I, like, I literally cannot think of anyone. <gasps> okay, this also might be a hot take. Perhaps Dylan. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, I don't know if you have been watching um, Dylan and Hannah's TikToks, but the Dylan that I've seen in the TikToks is an Elder Cunningham. Just, I yeah. mean that in a, like a good way. I feel like that could be misconstrued. I mean that in like a high compliment. So JPJ and Dylan, if you guys want to take on Broadway together, just somehow make us the casting directors and we'll make your dreams come true. I love that. I love that. I also, for my own, I, it would just be for me to enjoy. Like, this is not something that should actually happen. Uh, like, any of this is going to happen. But I would just love to watch one, one performance where Derek is Cunningham. Because, like, he would just steal JPJ's spotlight and he wouldn't even have to try, and JPJ would be so mad, and it would just be, it would be, like, that whole conflict all over again that makes no love sense, it. but I would just love to watch it, so that would just be for me, <laughs> for personal enjoyment. For the enjoyment of many, you're not alone in that. <laughs> Anything else you think JPJ would do well? Um, I'm gonna throw out one more, and that is Bert from Mary Poppins. I love Mary Poppins. One of my favorite musicals slash Disney films ever. I think this would be perfect. I I love the idea of JPJ being the like the fun chimney sweep who hangs out with kids and their nanny. <laughs> like, I just... Also, I know I've already brought up the JPJ Tasha relationship, but I really was a fan of theirs. And I feel like Bert and Mary, like I feel like they have similar vibes. I know they're not like a couple, but you know what I mean? Like I, I was about to say the same thing. I completely agree. Um, cause Tasha's got that like nurturing vibe where you just trust her. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And like um, a little bit more serious, but still can have fun. Right. Exactly. Like appreciates it. And, and it's a little unexpected because you're like Bert and Mary Poppins, you know, like when you just see the characters separately, but then when you see them together, you're like, obviously, Yes. So, yeah, no, I 100% agree and also look forward to JPJ crashing Tasha's season of The Bachelorette because if that doesn't happen, I'm going to throw a fit. Yes. <laughs> All right. Should we move on to our next Bachelor Nation star? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. All right. We got to go for Ben Higgins. And I mean, I, whenever I describe Ben Higgins, I say Disney Prince. And this isn't Disney, but he's the prince from Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella. Like, I just, I mean, he could honestly play any prince on Broadway, if we're being 100% honest. Like, that's just who he is. So. Yes, I agree. I think he is that just very classic romantic lead. So I think he could fill in a variety of Broadway positions, but I think you don't get much more classic than The Prince. So I'm here for exactly. it. And Ben Higgins is our classic example of The Bachelor, you know? So Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. 
All right, well, moving on to our new bachelorette, ladies and gents. Let's talk about Tasha. Yes. So I'm just thinking Jenna and Waitress. I am a huge Jenna fan. I'm a huge Tasha fan. It just makes sense. I think she would look super cute in that costume as well. <laughs> oh, she totally went. She totally pulled off. Yeah. No, I have, I have no arguments here. It's spot on. All right, check. Moving on. Nailed it. It's not controversial. (laughs) Hit us off with our last one. All right. Our new bachelor, Mr. Matt James, 919. Um, And here, here's a hard thing. Is Matt James the phantom or is he Raul? Okay. Here's my take on this. Um, one of my favorite musical theater performers is Alex Pracken, who was in the first national tour of Newsies. He once, maybe not so famously, but famously to me, said <laughs> that his dream role is alternating Jesus and Judas and Jesus Christ Superstar. I'm thinking if we could get Matt in a similar situation with Phantom and Raul, I think we'd be golden. I love I it. Could, I think he could play both roles so perfectly. So. I agree. I think he represents the genius of the Phantom with the class of Raul. Exactly. A dynamite think, combination. Like, right now, my only knowledge of Matt is what I know through, like, his Instagram and Tyler's Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's new to Bachelor Nation, but he's he's old to Tyler. And so, like, as I've <laughs> been following Tyler... Tyler. <laughs> I've been following Tyler for the past year and a half or whatever. I've seen my fair share of Matt. So I think I could make a more educated decision once I see his season and get to know him a little better. But yeah, right now, absolutely. Both roles very well. No, absolutely. I, I totally agree. And also, I think he could fight JPJ for the role of Bert. I agree too. I think he'd be a very classic Bert. I would just love to see him do a little chimney sweep number. So. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm I'm interested to have us reevaluate this after his season of The Bachelor concludes. We'll have to come. We'll have to come back up, circle back. To right, it. we're gonna have to come back to it because it could be really good. Alrighty, well, that is all of our Bachelor Nation picks for if they were on Broadway. This is a fun, um, a fun, fun discussion. We made that. We made it through. Yes. Uh, woo. Okay, but just into our next little segment, our six degrees of Broadway separation. Let's see who we've got on the docket tonight. Our first name is Stephanie J. Block. Okay, we love her. The woman herself, Miss Cher. And our second is going to be Mr. Jeremy Jordan. Okay. Two icons. Wow, okay. All right. So I did was in Cher, the Cher show. However, I'm not sure that's going to be... I'm not sure there's many other names that I'm going to have an easy time connecting. And yeah, I agree. The only one's Jared Spector, and I don't, I don't know how we're going to get him back to Jeremy Jordan. But she did do falsettos with a lot of my other faves. We've got Andrew True. Reynolds in there. I was going to say Anthony Rosenthal because he was in Newsies, but not the same production as Jeremy Jordan. So he's not our hit. We do have Christian Borrell. Hmm. Christian Borrell's been a lot. We should, let's, let's go down that rabbit hole and see if we can... All right, so we could do we could do something rotten. Brian Darcy James is that gonna? 
Brian Darcy James could connect us to Ben Platt. He could connect us to Sutton Foster. And then, hmm. um, let's, okay, let's, yeah, let's go back. Let's go back. All right. We could, uh, we could do Heidi from Something Rotten, but again, I feel like that's a kind of a narrow path. What mm-hmm. if we go to Christian Burroughs, Charlie, and the Chocolate Factory when he was Billy Wonka? <laughs> I am going to say something controversial here, except I don't think it's controversial between the two of us. Um, it hurts me that we might have to use Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> It does not hurt me when it is controversial, Jennifer. It is controversial. I love this show. I love this man. I love Willy Wonka. <laughs> Fun fact about me, I think I've probably told you this. In fifth grade, I had to do a book report, and I chose Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And for the book report, you were supposed to write it from the point of view of one of the characters. So I chose Baruch Assault. <laughs> when I presented, I didn't just read the book report like all the other kids did. I put on a performance. I came in costume. I came with a British accent. I came with a bag of trash and leftover spaghetti. And I poured it on my head mid-performance. <laughs> Real spaghetti? <laughs> Real, like the night before my presentation, like my family had spaghetti for dinner. And I said, no need to put that in a Tupperware. I'll take it, Mom. Stop! Your mother let you okay. do that? Right there in Miss Lavertier's fifth grade classroom. I, You're joking. I mean, I believe you put on a performance. There is no doubt in my mind. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, this really shaped who you are. But I mean, I'm yeah. just imagining the Cameron Edwards who read all of her journals in sixth grade reading class. And I and I imagine her as Veruca Salt. And let me I'm just say, I think it's I missed good. that Tony worthy performance. I think it's a good thing I moved the year after fifth grade because I think there could have been some social repercussions had I not. Middle school would have been hell. <laughs> so I'm happy we're on the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory route. I think we should take Christian World to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and I think we should take it to Ryan Breslin, one of my favorites. Ah, okay, we got this, yeah. And where do I know Ryan Breslin from best? But Newsies. Obviously. And who was in Newsies? Um, not other than Mr. Jeremy Jordan? The man himself. The man himself. Oh. We did it again. All right. Well, Is that our it. show? I think I that's think our that's show. The show. Love right. it. <laughs> now the show's over. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>